Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, art, movie reviews, and events happening in and around Central Florida. As always, this is your host, Tony, and your boy, Nico Thomas. That's right. <laughs> the Aussie. How was it? How you, how you been? I have been good, actually. I, I like I know that's the weirdest thing to say right now, but uh I mean I'm I guess I'm I'm an introvert by nature, so I, I think you, I've been preparing for this yeah. for my whole life. You're ready for this world now. This new world. Oh, this has been my world. It's just I not know. everybody adapted. <laughs> I know. So one thing was that uh mm-hmm. my wife was telling me was that in New York, mm-hmm. I guess Comey? Yeah. He announced that schools won't return won't reopen until September. Yeah. So there's a lot of gaming going on. And Netflix streaming <laughs> and Hulu streaming. And then here, I think it's till the end of May. Mm-hmm. I think I'm locked in at home till. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I the funny thing is, is like, you're dreading it. I am anticipating it. Like, I don't want to go back. To, I don't want to go back to the office. Like, I love working from home. Yeah. Like, that's just me. I Like, honestly, I woke up late. You know what I'm talking about? I woke up late today. And I still made it to work early as heck. Because yeah. <laughs> basically all I have to do is roll out of bed and I'm I'm, I'm ready roll, to go. Roll into your computer and you're good. Pretty much. Yeah. But um, no, but the, the like I've always said, the, the thing that's going to come next is going to be the change of pace. Yeah. No, like, of course. Not because things, think about it. It's just, let's say you're right. Gaming and all that stuff is, is getting, is, is going to get more done up whatever but it's not it's not gonna be enough i know it's not gonna be enough which means they're gonna have to step up the game in order to maintain that at that uh attention level yeah well with one thing that they did this week or this past week was uh playstation mm-hmm. released a photo of the controller the new controller for the, new the, controller PS5. For the game system yeah you want to see it I'll sure it's real sleek it's like almost like a... oh i've been seeing memes on that one so it's a it's looks... it looks like the suit from uh from Avengers Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like the suit, like the, the concept suit of it. Yeah. But then it, it still has the form of the PS4. Yeah. But it has a little bit of sleekness as the the Xbox One controller. See, but when you bit. told me new controller, that's, that's the thing that gets me. It's like the colors are great. I mean, it looks sleek, like you said. But there was obviously, we've seen every facet of the new controllers, that the, the PlayStation 4 controllers out. So when you said new, I meant though you meant conceptually new like button in a weird place or something you know something different like they're gonna roll out something no they're trying to keep a uh, i think that's the form they're gonna stay with okay um until they are more comfortable because what happened was um the xbox for the xbox 360 i think it was Mm-hmm. Had the two joy cons, the little circle tabs, yeah. one on the top and one at the bottom, so it was kind of weird to move around because then you have your D pad below it. Yeah. So, I guess PlayStation was like, "Let's try it being like parallel to each other." Mm-hmm. So it it was it worked out way better like that. And then that's that's then then um, Xbox picked up that concept. Because of that, because people were just annoyed about the yeah. movement and hand placement of everything. Yeah. So, hand placement is a lot. The uh, next question, because yes. I, you know, honestly, I I try to keep keep up with the gaming, but I'm never as good as most gamers. Let's be honest. So I know Call of Duty came out the perfect time. Yeah, I mean, considering everything's going on, literally, I I don't think it would have seen this kind of success. Any other time a rollout. Not saying that it's not a good game. It's just any other time I don't think it would have seen the success we have now because people have nothing but time to do it. Yeah. Right? So what I'm curious about is with everything going on, you would think they would be trying to roll out other things now. Like more games? Yeah. Like, I mean, because I mean, most I feel like most games are there. They're always like movies. Movies exist. Think about... Uh, um. Uh, X uh, X was a new New Eaton's right? Yeah, that has existed since what 2017 or something like that. Some crazy yeah. number, and they could have rolled it out whenever, but they don't because when they roll it out, it means something, right? So games yeah. I feel like follow the same thing. And considering everybody's gonna absorb anything you throw at them at this point, I'm surprised they're just not rolling out all the all the hits. Because what the issue now is that the issue is that most 
the concern is with the consumer, like me, yeah. is that when this wasn't going on, we were getting incomplete games. We were paying $60 for a game that felt incomplete. Okay. So it's because they rushed it to market. Okay. So what most companies might have done is that they'll put that the game, you buy it, $60, mm-hmm. you play it, you, you know it's incomplete games. It just feels like it's not a finished product. So they'll do is they'll just send a patch. Okay. A huge patch yeah, to, I know. to, I get to updates fix it on, 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 on anything. Yeah. yeah. So now that like, we're already hesitant, I'm like, is this like Final Fantasy VII remake? Okay. Came out uh, this week, actually. Also, that's another game, and I didn't pick it up because I was like, I didn't get to do the date. I didn't do the demo for it. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know how I feel about it. Let me just wait to see what the feedback is in at the market, and if it's good, then I'll pick it up. And if it's not, then I'll just hold on to. They'll do a patch update. Yeah. And fix everything. So then I put the sixty dollars and put it to use, not spend sixty dollars and just pay play half of it and feel not fulfilled. So that's the only concern is that because everybody's home they would you would think like, oh, they'll just push it. We already had that issue with the game developers as it mm-hmm. is as when this wasn't going on. We're yeah, already getting I, incomplete. I just feel like games. people are just desperate for content. Like right now, I mean I mean, just anything, anything new. Because there's nothing wrong with old. It's just that even before this, we were all watching old stuff over and over again. So now, you know, that repetitive cycle that we would follow before just to fill time is all day. Yeah. So you would think they're just rolling out new content. I mean, everybody's absorbing everything they possibly can. And it's I, I really, I, stuff like that always interests me. Um, yeah. But that was the, that would be the only concern. Or the only issue I've been seeing that if they're trying to push it out a game because yeah. they're already do they're already doing that. There were some developers that we talked about in other episodes mm-hmm. that they pushed like uh, Cyberpunk 2020, 2077, yeah. They pushed it back a few months because they felt the game was incomplete or whatever issues that they had. Okay. This time around, that they have the ability to be like, if they if they push it out, people are going to consume it, but then they don't want the bad backlash of being complaining that it's in a complete game and if it's incomplete or there's issue with the game the play the the retention or the playability or the replayability of people coming back to play will drop significantly okay that just that's the same issue that happened with um no man's sky okay so no man's sky is a it's an open world i don't know if you've ever played it or heard of I, it. i've seen you play it i, I know oh, what yeah. it's about okay yeah, yeah. so when it came out, they were all about like, oh, you could go to every planet, you could do this. So people had their mind on like, you could do anything. And when they came back, when they got the game, they were like, oh, there's a lot of limitations mm-hmm. on like, you can't do multiplayer, you can't see anybody. So if you're in one world, you won't see somebody else in that world. Through two years, I think almost two two years of patches updates, mm-hmm. it's already a full, fully functional game that people are like, getting back into okay so if like how you said like if they release it now they might have to do up to two years of patches to to get it to a functioning game that people would want to play so Uh they're already behind and then you lose a lot of they dropped they dropped game this is on pc Mm -hmm. through steam i think when they initially came out from the first week to the third week they lost like 70 percent of players playing because it was an incomplete game. Really? Yep. And that's how that's how critical it is. Is like you people want to spend sixty, fifty, seventy dollars, or even if they get the collection mm-hmm. packages of one hundred and twenty, they want something that they're gonna that they want to play fully. So I have another question for you. Yeah, what's up? Considering the stimulus package is going to be dropping soon. Yeah. And you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that need it, and that's great. But I know there's a lot of people that. I want to say don't need it in a sense. Like, yeah. you know, they could be in a situation where maybe they weren't paying that much or maybe they weren't working or maybe they are working. Um, but either way, they're not necessarily struggling because of the situation, right? Yeah. But obviously, they're still going to get the same amount of money. Yep. And there's probably a good portion of the society that kind of falls into that grouping maybe, right? Um, do you, f- like, do you feel something's going to come out? Like, that money's, like, a, a large percentage of that would be, f- that money is going to be focused on something. Like, do you think everybody's going to drop and buy like a PlayStation right now, or an Xbox, or something like something. You're gonna see a surge in something based on that. Yeah, you will. But I think with unemployment being as high as as it is, and I understand, and people are 
now that like when me and my wife went to Walmart, like every we go to Walmart at least maybe like twice a week just to pick up little small items. Yeah. Just because we buy like fruits. So yeah, yeah, once yeah. we eat it, so and Sunday was uh, Easter Sunday we went and there was actual line outside to get into Walmart. Well, keep in mind I think Publix is closed. No, Publix, Publix went to Publix uh, a day before. Okay. No, a day before, but I mean Sunday itself, Easter Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was closed. Yeah, yeah Easter Sunday is closed, but like Walmart, as massive as it is, I was mm. like, wow, they're limiting. Like one person comes in, one person goes out. No, no, one I get co- that part. Yeah. No, but that's the thing. It never caught my attention how how massive and how mm. it's spreading so big that I think with that, the surge, if it does happen, it mm. won't be to when they initially get it. They're going to hold out on it. So they're like in the clear and then that's when it spikes. And also, I think if it's going to spike, it's going to be an alcohol sales. Alcohol sales, really? <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be throwing parties at their house. Oh, wow. I think so. Gatherings. Just, somebody had posted. It's going to be meat, barbecue, charcoal, barbecue grills, and alcohol. Oh, I'm about to. I, like I mentioned to you when we first started, it's like I'm about to start doing Zooms with drinks. Like basically, I'm just going to just Zoom all my friends on my computer and just start telling everybody we're going to take shots and have drinks. And play like games like that. I don't know. Just oh, there's there's we did one with uh, my wife's cousins. Yeah, it, it's like she screened um, she screened her 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 computer. Yeah, and it was like a drawing game. Really? Yeah. So everybody's and it's on their phone. I think uh-huh. it's Jackbox TV. Okay. And I guess she bought a package of it, like one of the uh, gaming packages. Yeah. And you could everybody she screens it, and they'll tell you a code of the room. Okay. And everybody goes into the room and you draw yourself mm-hmm. and there'll be a game like everybody draws a certain item or like a certain subject. Okay. And everybody has to guess what it is. <laughs> so everybody gets a turn. Okay. So it was fun. And there was like a murder mystery one, which was like a questionnaire mm-hmm. and the last person lives. So it was fun. It was, we were, I think we're planning another night of the like game night, Vir- a virtual game it? night. I'm not family, I guess. That's fine. I get it. I get it. I'm no, no, no. <laughs> you're family. You're family. <laughs> it was only eight people, and she already had, like, we were the eighth person mm-hmm. to come into the oh, into wow. the game. But, yeah, we were talking about what we're going to do with John, my cousin John, and you, mm-hmm. and Darlene. But, yeah. But continuing mm-hmm. to what we're doing is yeah. that we did talk about this last week was Trolls. Yes. And we'll, we'll get to your review later, but yeah. it had the biggest... Digital debut uh-huh. ever. See, but keep this in mind. And remember, I told you, I told you this was gonna be the first, not necessarily blockbuster, but this is gonna be the first big name movie. Because yeah. everything that has dropped before has been movies that already hit their, had the theater run, or I think the last one we reviewed was on one that was supposed to be a theater run, but it ended up going to VOD, Very like a normal rental, not a, not a movie, not a theatrical release. rental, but a normal rental. So this is the first big name movie to be released through VOD. Yeah. So of course it has is one of the highest runs because it's almost like a professional baseball player playing for the minor leagues. Like yeah. wow, he's really good. Yeah, cuz he's supposed to play for a higher like a mm-hmm. higher thing. Yeah. Now the question is going to be is how is Wonder Woman going to run? It's like yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like LeBron going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to go do like JV high school basketball. I'm gonna enter that. I'm like, yeah, you're in a realm where, and that's, that's not saying. normal. And that's what I'm saying. These people were anticipating this movie for such a long time because, and I think that's, and I think the true test mm-hmm. to break into the market was trolls. Yeah, to to see where the where the standard would be at for mm-hmm. a budget, a movie of that budget. Yeah, and then I think it's gonna have to be like another f- t- probably 15, 20 movies. But I don't think we're gonna be well. The question in is, home in the house that it, long. It beat okay. It beat all straight to VOD, straight to video movies, right? No, no, no. But I'm saying I'm okay. I'm, I'm saying that it would have to be twenty big budget movies. Yeah. To get a under to get a a, a standard of a average would be like all right. This is what we're gonna expect if we go straight to VOD on a budget of this size. Well, okay. Let me ask you a question though. You said it had a high rating, right? Now, was that the highest amount grossed? Or the highest amount downloaded. It, I don't think it was gonna be or streamed, or whatever. It was streamed, if I was remember. It was like because the highest this in mind, debut budget. Well, keep this in mind. It's not renting for five dollars. No, it's like twenty five bucks. Twenty bucks, yeah. I rented it, and I also rented Invisible Man. So yeah, just in video rentals you alone like this weekend. Didn't you like that movie a lot? 
I did enjoy that movie, and I, but I did it because my sister doesn't like scary movies, and it's, yeah. it's considered, but she wants to watch this one. So her and my other niece, they loved it. They absolutely loved the movie, which I granted it was a good movie. It was a good one to watch, especially for them. So I'm I'm looking into it right mm-hmm. now. But yeah, so uh it does not give me a dollar amount right now. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, because when you say highest rating, you didn't I was no, highest deb- highest digital debut. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's, it's made thirty million dollars versus of digital release. Thir- wow. thirty million dollars. I don't think they were expecting to make that. I don't yeah, I don't think on, like, on uh on in a, a sequel? In a in a movie theater? Yeah, I think they were. Expected. You think they were anticipating to make thirty million dollars in a? I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's a kids' movie. It's hard to tell, but thirty million dollars is more than well, respectable. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. In um, comparison, the original Trolls mm-hmm. had an opening weekend, mm-hmm. which I think is really good, though. Uh, forty six million dollars in so, two thousand sixteen. But that's what I'm saying. And they made three hundred forty seven million worldwide. But that's what I'm saying. This is basically opening weekend. Yeah. And it ba- it made thirty million dollars for a sequel on opening day. Huh? Opening day. On opening day? That's not even the weekend? No, that's on the day they released. Wow. Come but on, man. Most that's... people get 24 to 48, so I don't know if they expanded to... They they have to have anticipated some kind of maybe loss in... Because sequels, I don't know why. Sequels don't always... I mean, I you know, we'll get into that, but sequels, I don't know why. I don't think they anticipate maybe more than the original. Do you think so? They expect to do equal or just below. On average, and that's what I'm saying. Based on that, they don't they don't expect because people are so you're so such t- stuck with uh, premonition of if the original is good, why do it again? Right. So yeah. if you do a sequel, you're like, oh, they just either repeat the same formula in a different format, yeah, or they had to bring a new character into the into the spectrum to develop new chemistry, new storylines to yeah, progress. Yeah, yeah. So that they, I think, their anticipation is like, let's make equal. If we make the same amount, we're good. Because now the I don't think their budget is going to be higher, mm-hmm. because they already know that they already have most of the down like everything the base already is created for it. Yeah. So, but to exceed like Terminator Two did, that was that's why they made a third one. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't. Sometimes I don't expect them to or, think that the sequel is going to do as yeah, much. Yeah, but for this opening day period, one day we're not even talking about. We got to see what they did the weekend. They just downloaded enough for thirty million dollars on like that's crazy numbers. That is crazy numbers for a VOD, not a theatrical release VOD. But it's, I don't know if it's thirty million dollars worldwide or thirty million dollars US. I don't think only. it's worldwide because I think they do releases in time frames. So China and them might not get it right away. Sometimes China will get it before us. Well, they do sometimes, yeah. And sometimes other countries will. It depends on on their. Uh, contracts on release yeah. that they have that some com- some movies, depending where they're developed and where mm-hmm. they're processed, they'll probably get a different release date than us. But it doesn't say if it's dig- if it's U.S. based or worldwide. But thirty million dollars on opening, excuse me, opening days, pretty freaking good. Of course, I think that's a, that's honestly incredible numbers. Just because I mean, think about it like this. I mean, I. I honestly, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to call it, but I'm going to tell you I, I my personal feeling. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the biggest shift. Like, because think about this. If you could download the movie, right? Why try to bootleg it? Right. Right. Try to get a, why try to get a, I mean, I guess you could try to steal this a, a digital copy because you can get a digital copy. But at the same time, if I, if, you know, if I rent it, I could watch it with my entire family for 20 bucks. Yeah. Which normally probably if I, if I took like, Five people went to the movies with me. That's not twenty bucks. That's at least a hundred dollars in tickets. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We, yeah, remember we mentioned them. Like, you could do twenty bucks and invite thirty people to the house and all mm-hmm. have like a movie night. So that's what I'm saying. Is I? Oh, and that's mm. and oh no no I'm sorry. But no, no, go I'm, ahead, I'm, no, no, I'm gonna say. Oh well, uh, and on top of that, yeah. people are getting creative with it. What do you mean? So uh, one of my cousin, one of uh, my wife's cousin, mm-hmm. he uh, he took his. Um, living room yeah because he has a big living room he had like three sofas like almost like a u yeah and he he put a theater uh, theatrical theater seating yeah and he put like a big sheet in front of like the walkway mm-hmm. 
and for his daughters that he did the movie release of Trolls. Yeah. So what he did is like he had he made a concession stand, he had a little corner, <laughs> and they gave him like fake money, yeah, like paper money, and they're yeah. like, oh, do you want a popcorn? What do you want? Candies? Like what candy do you want? And he was like, oh, it's five bucks, and she'll give it like five yeah. uh, dollars. She goes, they are now you have to go to the ticket stand to to get your ticket uh, checked, and then yeah. her her aunt. Her, her yeah, her aunt was there. Her grandmother was there. Yeah, and she she was she ripped the ticket and she's like, "All right, now go to the uh, the uh, theater attendee or what is it? The usher, the mm-hmm. theater usher." And he and that was his old, her older brother, and he's like, "All right, find your seat up front." And then when you walked in, you see he had it all blacked out. He had a big he had a big screen TV, yeah, huge, and he had like the all the theater seats like lined up like it was like in the movies, and yeah. they, they made it feel like that. So I think that's gonna be a new thing that people family's gonna do to well, honestly, to be more creative with it. Well, because you know what's funny is like I I have never really had a I mean it's been a long time since I've had a TV in my room because I mean my computer pretty much do everything right. So and in my head I'm like why would I want a just a TV when I could do pretty much everything there and I really don't have like. If I wanted to sit around with people, I'd go to the living room. Yeah. But now with everything going on and I miss the theater experience, I kind of want to buy the biggest TV I can afford just so that I could put on my wall and, you know, because, you know, like, and just invite everybody into like this. Because I have this huge room with, you know, it looks like a movie theater. If I like, because I have no, you know, I don't have to have windows and everything's dark. Turn off all the lights. It's a dungeon, guys. It's a dungeon. It's a dungeon. It's like whatever. whatever <laughs> but it, it will have the movie theater experience. And yeah. No, no, definitely. I completely agree with you. So that's what I'm saying. I just, in all honesty, I really do, feel like, I think this stuff, kind of this kind of stuff is bringing people closer together, though, as far as families are concerned. Yeah. But um yeah so let's see let's see what the next what the next uh, movie is gonna be all right and then I have two more things to bring up yeah uh, segue into it yeah uh, Disney Plus okay uh, the I think announced I don't know if it's a are there in talks mm-hmm. that they're doing a Robin Hood remember the the animated Robin Hood movie with the fox yes they're getting a live action CGI remake. <laughs> yeah, of that movie. Wait, live action CGI slash remake. CGI remake. So Lion King version of that? I don't think I don't think it's gonna be Lion King. I hope it's not because it's a live ha- action CGI. Live action CGI. That just seems like a counter of like. I know. I think it's gonna be more like Sonic. Which one? Sonic. Sonic was live action. CGI. Yeah, but no, Sonic was an animated character in a live action world. Yeah, if they're gonna remake that movie, I mean that that it that's would be like somebody going to that world, to the Robin Hood world. Okay, so they're gonna yeah. add sci-fi to it. I don't know if they're gonna add sci-fi. I think they're gonna give some type of twist there, but it's supposed it's gonna be a live-action CGI. I think if they were gonna do something like that, like if you're gonna take a medieval-style movie that had animals and human, you know whatever, mm-hmm. you should find a movie that has a mix of like animals and humans that interact normally in that world, like. Um, gummy bears. Remember gummy the, bears? I think it was called gummy bears. The one where they would drink a potion, they could bounce on their butt, and they like it was a TV show on Disney, and it was like a medieval type of show. And oh, I remember. Re- re- so- yeah, gummy bears. Yes, this is a like gummy bears. Gummy bears. I think I'm thinking Care Bears. I'm like Care Bears. No, no gummy bears. Yeah. So yeah, so I I don't know how I feel. I, I remember the movie vaguely. Mm-hmm. But not enough to warrant to be like, oh, I'm excited about it. Well, it's difficult because, I mean, how many remakes of uh, Robin Hood have there been? The last one was really bad. Which was the last one? Oh, the one with uh, um, Kingsman. Uh, yeah. Uh, Eginton. Eginton. Yeah. I think it was the last one. What was the purpose of that one? Uh, just to make a movie. I mean, it made it seem like it was going to be some kind of like really like fast paced. Fast paced live action. Yeah. And it felt, felt really off. <laughs> really off. I gotta watch it. Yeah. And lastly, mm. this is my favorite news. Yes. Uh. So, who, what am I a big? Sh- what's one of my biggest shows? Favorite shows? Animated. So, so uh, man, why am I blanking right now? I'll give you a hint. Look at my leg. Huh? Was this animated? I don't know why. When you say animated, I'm thinking like anime or cartoon. I know, I know, cartoon. Yeah, it's uh Rick and Morty. Yes. So they have announced the release date of season four, part two. 
and it will be really. Is that what we're waiting for? I thought we were waiting for season five or something. No, no, season four came out, but only like the first half of season four. <laughs> Even though they got they got signed, ten episodes, right? No. They got signed up for seventy four episodes. Their contract got renewed for I think seventy episodes. Yeah. But they only released the first half of it, and then the second half is coming out May third. Okay. So episode six will air at ten eleven thirty p.m. on May third. Do you think they can still put the show together? Like that's why I'm wondering what businesses can. I, I feel like they can do it online, but yeah, everything will be di- everything's digital. Then they don't have mm. people. All the voice actors could do to could do um, voicing from their office, and then they'll just send it to whoever's the audio tech, and then they'll clean it up. Talking about that, yeah, it really got me into community. I'm okay. just segueing right to so community is. I know with what the shows Michael about, McCall, Chevy Chase, and all that. Yeah. yeah, and it has Danny Glover, which has has which is Childish Gambino. Yeah, but I remember from his original YouTube. Oh, uh, Derek Comedy. Derek Comedy. Yes, and then one of the writers was Dan Harmon. What do you mean? For Community, on Derek Comedy. Oh wait, where? on Community. On Community. Oh yeah, I heard that was like his, <laughs> so was his like, starter. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's is it brother? really? Because I don't know why. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I haven't really watched an entire episode from beginning to end. But based on the little things that I've seen, you know, just, I don't know, maybe it's just videos or images, but it doesn't feel like as funny as something like Parks and Recs or Office or... No, it, it, it it's a different kind of comedy. Okay. It has a lot of, like, like sub jokes that you're like, oh, it's it's funny on its own merit. Okay. But guess... it doesn't... I don't, it, it's a show that I'm watching it just because I'm to my... People are like I follow, yeah, Dan Harmon and Harmon, yeah, yeah. That I'm like watching it just for the admiration of what they created. Okay, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like I will go back to it and rewatch it. No, but I'm only in the first season, so it's only a few seasons. I'm only like halfway through the season, mm-hmm. but I can tell you now that I would rewatch that before I rewatch Friends. <laughs> and that's honesty, <laughs> right there. <laughs> Man, we're gonna lose viewers because of your <laughs> hatred of friends, dude. I don't hate it. It's it's well, you you're not a fan. And in most people's eyes, if you're not a huge fan, you're hated. Well, it's okay then. I understand. <laughs> it's, oh, real quick, I'm sorry, because I, I noticed this. I I thought this was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Did you see Saturday Night Live this weekend? No, I never I don't. You know what well, Saturday Night Live did you know what Saturday Night Live is? Yeah, right? yeah, of course. Right. Who doesn't? I know, I know, but you if know, you just, don't, you're not a just fan. So that you understand the, <laughs> just so you have that concept in your mind. Right? Yes. So they did an episode entirely from home, from each other's homes. Oh, it's awesome. Like basically, yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, it's not all the of the jokes land, but it's it is kind of interesting that they did the entire show based on their own living rooms or like their own situations that they have in their own houses. I like so basically a lot of it like looks like Zoom or they're making fun of Twitch and they make stuff yeah. like basically would have that kind of like so anything atmosphere. that would be streaming Possibly, video yeah. they'll they'll make a joke out of it kind of thing yeah they'll like, pull a joke from it they have one joke that's going around now which is uh, middle aged uh, to uh, Ninja Turtles <laughs> so yeah check that out uh, so yeah I just thought that was interesting I thought that I like stuff like that because you know like hey in these times the best thing we could do is adapt and it's interesting a show like that actually tried to adapt. Oh yeah, no, of course. So it that's what everybody's doing. They're just pivoting into what what it is, what it, everything is right now in the culture. Yeah, but all right, guys, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with Nick's Nico Damas's movie review. Yup, yup. All right, everyone, welcome back to Nico Damas's. Movie review. How's that? It was it was better without that hand gesture you were doing there. The, that waving. That nah, wasn't waving. <laughs> yeah, people don't close their close. Uh, have I was, a close I, was like, when, I was powering up like <laughs> Goku. I was yeah. like, ah. people don't have closed fists when they're waving, buddy. <laughs> that's when you're punching somebody. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, okay. Some, no, uh, some people from our gym. That's how they do it. <laughs> close fist <laughs> waving when they fight. Um. All right. So. Guys, I actually got some movies to review. Yes, we got two. Right? Two, yes. So All right, we'll do the one that you, I didn't watch. Okay, we'll do the one that you didn't watch. Um, which they're both actually, at least I can say they're both trailers that we have reviewed, and now they're we're watching. Whatever, right? So the first one is the one that we did not watch together. 
uh, which was um, Trolls, which was the one that we were talking about earlier, which... So I rent. I was going to rent it no matter what, not just because obviously I'm you know spending a lot more time with my nieces now, but also because they were going to influence rock. Rock was going to be a yeah. major, like a major. It seems it says world tour and like it had like all that rock yeah, elements. They, basically, in it. I, I I did love the concept that they were mm-hmm. going to have trolls from different branches of, of music, and they were going to be represented in this one, especially the biggest one aside from pop. Was rock music. I just, I'll be honest with you, I did not like how ultimately ended up. Yeah. Um. The reason, the reason I wasn't too happy the way it ended up was because I don't know. I just, because those kind of movies, I don't really look at for the storyline. You know, it's it, it's a kids movie. Storyline yeah. is not not necessarily as 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 huge or whatever, right? You want something in there, which the storyline wasn't bad. You know this this whole thing with the worlds and they're all separate and stuff like that. Um, it was just the music. Like I felt like they they did not go into the music the way they should have. Especially like let's say like country. Country should have had such an amazing score with it. There's such amazing popular country music which they didn't really get into. There's even one called classical. You would have thought they did something like a really awesome like rift on Beethoven or, yeah. or, or something like that, but they didn't really go into it. And even Rock, Rock really didn't have a lot of into it. Like, they would do small clips where maybe she stroked the guitar and played one type of song. Yeah. But she didn't do the entire song. It wasn't, you didn't get into it. Especially because Ozzy Osbourne is in the movie and he obviously is from the Rock Trolls. Yeah. So you would have thought it would have been like epic. Crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I thought all the songs are going to be represented from all different facets of music, but I don't think it was properly represented. Each even one. Techno, even oh, my technical should have been short too. awesome. But what what uh, what genre they mostly played? I mean the mo- the ones that you can recall the most are the ones I, I think they did from beginning to end would be pop, pop. Yeah, because uh-huh. that's the main trolls. That's the ones you follow. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wish it would have been way, um, way better, in a sense of like just honor the music, really represent it. Um, but I, does it lead into a sequel? Or does it open it up to to the option of a sequel? Those are cartoon kids movies. I so mean, they could always come back. Yeah, pretty much. For something else. A different yeah, you can story. always say like there's a new type of music coming out, you know, or like a new genre of music. Yeah. Which, you know what the funny thing is about, like I was thinking about it, rock is, you know, it was obviously saying it's a huge deal, whatever, right? But right now, I can't think of too many huge rock artists that I like, like new rock artists that I enjoy. Yeah. Like, not the way it was when I was growing, like, in the, you know, like... In the 90s. 90s and 2000s. You know, you had all those, you know, kind of influential alternative rock or punk rock and stuff like that. Like, yeah. But now I can't think of too many. I know. I feel you. So, it's hard, it's hard to, to, to... But what it is, it's going into the music industry. Yeah. I feel like for bands like that, you need to have, like, a, a little bit of a pop element to break through crap that's out there now hmm. to be heard unless it's if you do deep dives and just go in and start go with like go down the rabbit hole of youtube until you find like that, i do that I, i'll start with one band mm-hmm. and then off their off their selection i'll go to another one something mm-hmm. different that i've never heard and i'll keep going down to i see something that only had like a hundred thousand views even though a hundred thousand views is a lot yeah but in the spectrum of like huge artists that have like millions of views on a on a video. Yeah, hundred thousand is like right when I want to be, or like fifty thousand. I'm like, oh, it's not it's not well known yet, but it's true to the artists what they what their intention are yeah. to their music because you know music changed after a while. Do you but, think it's because the influence of stuff like let's say like TikTok? Because TikTok majority of the influence is the ability to create some kind of challenge or dance to it, and then challenge other people stuff like that. Yeah, like if they were to create a good you know, there's alternative artists, rock or rock song meme that that might influence, like rock yeah. artists. Yeah, right. but you know what's you and you hear something crazy. I don't okay. know if you Go know ahead. about this, but it's funny that I just I real I've learned this recently. Yes, was like you know how people have like YouTubers or uh, SoundCloud musician. Yeah, there's TikTok singers or TikTok artists. These are artists that only make music that could do a dance challenge to on TikTok. I believe it. I was like. That's like super specific into their to what their niche is. Well, I, I okay, I've never actually seen one, but I've I've been watching these little quick commercials or 
maybe ads I'm on like Instagram of some kind of movie channel that like produces like super quick movies. I think it's called uh-huh. Quicks or Quick, whatever it's called. No, I never heard of it. Well, we gotta look it up, but yeah, yeah. I think it's basically idea. I think it's similar to that because if, if based on the, what you're telling me, these guys create music, but only for something that might have like a, a two minute, not even two minute, like a one minute turnaround. Yeah, because it's supposed to just dance do the to dance that, to yeah. that one song. So it's the one, one hook, one hook wonders basically. Yeah, as many times as you can. Yeah, like and they'll come up with a song because somebody was like, "Oh, that's a TikTok artist." I was like. And then I started looking, like, I do deep dives, and I started, like, researching, yeah. I'm like, how far do they go? I'm like, yeah, they just make music for TikTokers yeah. to dance to or to do a challenge, or, and that's how they get their exposure, because yeah. they'll just upload into TikTok, and people use their music. Well, think about how many, how, many, you know what's, how many artists, that openings, how many artists or, or photographers, to some degree, don't have anything outside of Instagram? Oh, no, that's a lot. But that's what I'm saying is like every every outlet, whenever there's an audience, there's somebody who creates content for that very specific thing. Yeah, no, so, but, but you, it, it, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, no, but it was funny because then, how t- like I I just recently got TikTok just because my niece and she was like showing me something. Yeah, and then somebody tells me like, oh, there's other things other than dance. There's like people singing, yeah. or like other gamers or anything. Yeah. But at, and it caught me was like there was one that I was like just swiping just to see what this trending. Yeah. And every time I'm swiping, it's the same song. Yeah. Same it, exact it, song. To, to an outside person, that's uh, annoying. And Yeah. And, <laughs> but then you like, it becomes catchy. But you know what? Let's get back to their movie review. Okay. No, definitely. We just went way off on that one. Oh, it was an interesting topic either way. <laughs> but I get it. Um, but How? yeah. Okay. So yeah. When it comes to trolls, um, I thought it could have been done better. I kind of did appreciate the first one. A l- I feel like I appreciated the first one a lot more. Yeah. Um, and I felt this one could have risen to that level, and I didn't. Especially with the cameos that it had, it should have been better. So, How for many this one, I was, uh, two and a half. Two and a half? Mm-hmm. That's, That's my, I think it needs to be improved, but I'm being generous. You're being uh, nice today. Reviewing the level, yeah. You're being nice today. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a kid's movie. I give it a question mark. There was funny stuff, and I love random funny. I love stuff that that's funny because it makes no sense. I love stuff like that. And that's kind like of the The nonsense jokes? Yeah, like if you saw the trailer, there's a pinky promise thing that makes it look like they're going Kamehameha on, on Dragon yeah. Ball Z. I loved that. <laughs> I thought that was like random nonsense. Like intense focus is something that's so minimal. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So the fun, it was it was funny. But yeah, I just wish the storyline maybe and then definitely the music should have been way better. So two and a half Nikki's for me. Two and a half Nikki's. All right. All right. So are we ready for the final one? The final movie review of the evening is, uh, what was it? it was uh Code Eight. Yes, Code Eight. So this was a weird one because this had Stephen Amell. I'm a huge fan of Stephen Amell, and it had his brother Donnie Amell. Something like that, yeah. Which it's kind of a weird thing because they're very similar in facial structure. So for them to play in this kind of opposites, way, like they never knew each other. Exactly, it's Robbie difficult. Amell. Robbie Amell, yeah. It's difficult to see them play that where, like, we're supposed to believe they're not related whatsoever. But either way, um, yeah, I was kind of uh, I was kind of disappointed because I really, I've been wanting Steve Amell in a movie, um, like a good movie for a long time, and he hasn't done one. The only big budget movie that I know he's done has been um, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Which, again, bothered me because as much as I like him as an actor and I want to see him in good movies, um, I thought I just, I didn't think he was the right fit for... Um, um, that cat, that 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 um, was it Casey Jones? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what hurt him ultimately, like in that movie. Because I mean, I think he did a great job. It's just people were going in there looking for Casey Jones, and yeah. unfortunately, as much as he tried to honor that role, he doesn't fit that role. So I think that's what that's the kind of stuff that just hurts actors like that. But let's go back to this movie. Um, so if you haven't seen it already or haven't heard from it, um. Uh, code eight is in, uh, in basically there's a world where people with superpowers are normal, but they're still kind of uh, looked down upon where I guess they were a very common part of the uh, like work society, like people that 
they were used for like a lot of work, the buildings, stuff like that. Yeah, and for I the industri- industrial revolution. Yeah, they were for their own industrial re- revolution. They yeah. used them to build skyscrapers, mm-hmm. and then they started going into using machines because mm-hmm. it was more cost effective in long term. Yeah. And so basically, they went. They um. They were treated as as lower class citizens after that, which, and then then you see this one character who plays by Robbie Amell, um, in which he's struggling with for money because his mom, you know, is getting work here and there, kind of illegally, um, based on his ability, which in this movie was that he has electrical abilities, um, so that's kind of the basis story of it. Then he gets mixed with the wrong people, so. The best way I could describe this movie as far as how it actually ended up was kind of like a mix between uh, Push with Steve, with Steve Evans and um, Training Day. I think a it started bit. off that way. It, started, it gave you that Training Day vibe. A little bit in some paces. But I think the other movie that I started thinking about when I thought about this movie was Bright. Uh, okay. Okay. But let me explain what I mean by that. Okay. So if you watch Push, uh, for those of you who have great... Uh, Push is another movie where people with abilities exist amongst our world, but in th- that movie, it's more that they're less known. Yeah. So very few people know they exist, and they are hunted by very specific groups, but they're not uh, overall. They're not community. Uh, the world itself doesn't overall know that they exist. Mm-hmm. This so this one's obviously a little different than that one, but it's kind of that whole normal day process of somebody with abilities, right? Uh, the reason I said it was like bright is because as perfect of a movie i thought bright was as far as it should like storyline idea conceptually filming obviously the actors it did not feel right and that bothered me about the movie the whole time where it's like this movie should have felt epic and it didn't and And that's what this movie is like and then also on top of that it's like at at, from the beginning Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't know what direction they're going to they're going with that's where like it's like the movie for me, like at one point, I'm like, you know how like you could foresee or foreshadow yeah. what the movie is going, like oh, I could see it going this way, and they're leading to direction, and then they pivot enough to be like, okay, you're just changing the whole storyline to this aspect, and yeah. then going back to the other way and going back forth or going even to a different direction, like I don't know, it was it was it was it was changing into mm. a different direction that was like it wasn't incon- it was inconsistent and yeah. in where it wanted to go. And which made it like how you said boring, like, and that's I, the part that bothered me because I'm watching this movie. I'm like, it has a good cast. It has a good cast. I mean, it has great CGI, I guess, great ability. Yeah. I mean, there are obviously a lot of flaws I can point out, but that that shouldn't bother me that much. Yeah. But itself, I mean, I just felt bored watching it. It bothered me that I felt bored because I'm like, I don't understand why. But then I started thinking about it. I didn't. The one thing I would also say too, I did not believe anything. And that's that's obviously in any movie you want to make sure you yeah, believe you, it, right? Believe it to be so, to be invested in exactly. it. Exactly. So I don't believe, I don't believe that world would exist for one. Um, it's not that I, I don't believe. Obviously, we have X Men, all these other movies that would show people the ability of being treated like second second class citizens, right? Yeah. However, the only a big huge difference one, these people were around since apparently the nineteen twenties or before that. So it kind of feels like they would find their footing in society. Because at this point they're being treated like people with without without documents, like uh, you know unlicensed uh, uh, immigrants or something like that. Yeah. which I found bizarre. Um, they could again they could still be looked down upon, but I just felt like society as a whole just was really inconsistent. I don't I don't believe society at that point would be in that way. Like that would be the route that they end up taking. Yeah. Okay, but continuing. Um. Uh, what was it? Uh. So I didn't believe uh, a couple of people in the movie of who they were portraying to be. The main uh, bad guy, I guess, the the one that they worked with, I didn't believe him in that role. Yeah, he know. he was weird. Yeah. That like, character was weird. Even the only, the only people that stood out that did good mm-hmm. was Stephen Amell. Yeah. Which I believe his character. That's the only one. And and his me, motivation and his motivation throughout the movie did not change. Yeah. I liked him. And I think he did a great job. The other one was um Sung Kang, which was from Fast and the Furious. Well, he always plays a very quiet demeanor. So yeah, uh, yeah I think he did. He was obviously. more vocal, but 
I I I I, I liked his acting in it because mm-hmm. you. It was weird. You get a backstory that you didn't need from him, mm-hmm. which added layers to him, which made him yeah. better, which yeah. is funny. Yeah. Uh, but and that's what I'm saying. Those those are the only two actors that you can actually identify from any other thing. Yeah. Even like, Robbie Amell, the his younger brother. I've no, seen the, Robbie Amell in, in something, but nothing that I can even identify at this point. But even in this movie, I felt it felt short that his character that he's portraying yeah. didn't know what he wanted. Or had an idea of what he wanted, but couldn't commit to it fully. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I just they were trying to make him into like a transition. That's why uh, you had mentioned uh, Training Day. Yeah, transition of a personality. Which no, nah, I mean Ethan Hawke when he did his transition in Training Day, that was that was very specific. You saw it and it and it you believed it. Yeah, I feel this like this one. I just I feel like he just he was the same person that he ended exactly. up with in the movie. Pretty much. Like he he just he he just had a normal a, a difficult weekend. And also another thing too, <laughs> he was being portrayed as like a kid, right? So like, oh, like, like somebody young kid, naive, somebody, exactly. But although he has a very young looking face, he does not look like a naive kid. Yeah. In fact, honestly, when he was on on set with Steven, and I know Steven made him seem like like he's you know this little little naive kid, he seemed like he was basically maybe maybe three year four year difference at most. The only thing that showed Steve Amell looks might be older was his beard. Yeah, I think if he would have shaved, he would have, <laughs> they would have like been the same age. It would have looked similar in age, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I just feel like a lot of the characters were not. We didn't. I didn't believe the Flushed world. Out. I didn't believe the it characters. Didn't, they didn't think it through well. They didn't think through it well. Yeah. And then to flush out the story more. Exactly. That's where I was thinking. Yeah. I just, I like, I, and those. There's a lot of them like that. Like the like the one we reviewed last week. There's a lot of movies where the concept is interesting. Yeah, like the concept in this one was interesting. Exactly. And the last one is just that how they thought it through and how yeah. they flushed it out was subpar. That's it is what it is. <laughs> I think that's why ultimately I know it sounds weird to say this. I think that's why all, most artists paint fruit first. Like get the get, boring stuff. Get worse. the most basic stuff down. If you can paint a bowl of fruit like it's a masterpiece. Then you're ready to move on to more interesting so, concepts. Yeah. But when you're taking an interesting concept and you can't properly convey like simple messages through, especially the human element of it, I just I don't think that you should go to that level. Yeah. Try making something simple with with little CGI, little background noise, and if you can get that message across, then go with some bigger. As far as the director is concerned. No, I agree. I agree. How many Nikki's? Um. Two, and yeah. I hate that because I love Team ML. Two, like I thought Trolls was more interesting. I, give I would it watch a, Trolls again. You would watch. I give this one a two also. <laughs> That's so, funny. But again, not to discourage. I want to see Steve ML as much stuff as possible. But this particular movie did not really get get that get his uh, abilities across the proper way. All right. <laughs> So that's with our movie corner review. Our yep, movie, yep. Nico Damas' movie review. We're taking the corner out. Just Nico Damas' <laughs> movie review. Yeah, now now we ain't going nowhere. I know. And also, we normally do take a break in here so we could talk about more events that are coming yeah. up. But because there's only one thing coming up that I'm interested in and I'm going to go watch, mm-hmm. it is the CyberCon. It's happening this weekend. And it's a stay home watch live. What to say? You say you're going on? Going yeah, where? I'm gonna go on the internet. Uh, on Facebook, I think yeah. it's a. I think it is on Facebook Live. They're doing it. Okay. And it's hosted by uh, Hanging with Web Show. Okay. And there's also gonna be is the NCS Live TV with Jay Bauer Art, MBL Entertainment, uh, Mark B Lee, and partnerships with Space Coast Comic Con. Okay. Harley Quinn Arts Cosplay and Crafts. So they're doing a telethon style experience uh, through social media and, and uh, virtual convention. So they're going to have uh, pop culture artists, authors, comic creators, celebrities, and a bunch of other things through a three-day a three-day live show. Okay. And one of our friends, Ken from our Nerd... Uh, Ogonku Overdrive. Yeah. And he also has a podcast called uh, Nerd Music Meltdown. Okay. That he's going to be part of a panel on f- Saturday. Okay. And they're going to just be talking. I don't know what they're going to talk about. He didn't tell me the topic, but he just told me he's going to be on a panel 
So it's going to be nerd related, cult, uh, nerd culture related. But it's going to be cool because now if it's a live show and you can actually ask questions to artists yeah. that are talking, which I love to do. I'm telling you, man, we're it's going to be an interesting because think about it. We're, and it's free. And it's free, guys. So if you, you have did time. Did you catch what? Huh? Sorry. Did you catch what happened last this last weekend? No, I didn't. The huge. Uh, uh, oh, the battle? Yeah, man. Yes. Stuff like that. Like, Oh, it's how, yeah. Because. All right. So guys didn't know there was a DJ battle. Yeah. Between DJ Premier yep. and RZA yes. from the Wu Tang, which it was like a two hour set, I think it was. I think something like that, yeah. Two, two and a half hours. It was amazing. I saw some of it. <laughs> I was jumping in and out. But then again, there's other people that I watch. I watch Quest, does it like a weekly one, Quest yeah. Love. Um, also, um, getting into it real quickly is uh, NPR. You know how NPR has their own music show called Tiny Desk? Yes. So they have one now called Tiny. Home desk, okay. Music series, and the first one that did it was uh, Black Dot from the Roots. He was uh, in his office with his chair and a mic, and he had like ten minutes of music. I don't know how long it was. I have a somebody just sent me the link recently, and it was they're going to do a series of musicians doing a small performance in their office or in their desk, and placing it through NPR, and NPR will distribute it. Wow. And on top of that, Ja Rule just called out 50 Cent to do a live rap battle. Rap battle. Oh, <laughs> ja Rule out of all people right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was head beef. It was just funny. No, I just think it's the funniest thing. No, because of the la- what was the last thing you heard about Ja Rule? A fire fest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or no, the other one, the other thing I heard about Ja Rule was, was it that he had a concert mm-hmm. and 50 Cent bought like the first 300 seats? Yeah. Of his show, just so it could be empty. <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy amount. I don't know how he many. Seats. The first, like the three hundred seats, right next to the stage, right, right in front of the stage. I think <laughs> so it could be empty. <laughs> See, that's a rap battle. That's <laughs> don't, don't don't curse me out. Don't don't threaten my life. Don't no 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 no. Do buy out tickets so I'm embarrassed in front of everybody. <laughs> that's a rap battle. <laughs> that's the ultimate diss. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can always find us on our social media pages on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. You can always send us emails if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, or letting us know what we should do to improve the show or any topics you want us to talk about at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, guys, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, guys, have a great week. Bye. Bye.